Hey guys, it's Carly, your host for the Fit to Be Faithful podcast, and we are back with Faith Wednesday, except for it's Friday, but we're going to ignore that. We had a rough week, okay? But we're here, we're still showing up, and we're still getting you the content you didn't even ask for. I'm going to start singing my intros, just kidding, you do not want to hear that. Um, but this is the last week of Ruth. It is Ruth 4. And actually, I'm pretty excited with my notes today. Although I can't really read my handwriting. Which is it? A fun. Okay. But it's a pretty average sized read. So without further ado, let's get into it. Um, if you do hear licking in the background, that is my dog licking his food bowl, knowing it is 1.30 and he does not eat until 6. So, yep, there's, there's that. Uh, but okay, let's get into it. So, Ruth 4, Boaz marries Ruth. Meanwhile, Boaz went up to the town gate and sat there, sat down there just as the guardian redeemer he had mentioned came along. Boaz said, come over here, my friend, and sit down. So he went over and sat down. Boaz took ten of the elders of the town and said, "Sit here," and they did so. And then they said to, and then he said to the guardian redeemer, Naomi, who has come back from Moab, is selling a piece of land that belonged to our relative Elimelech. I thought I should bring the matter to your attention to suggest that you buy it in the presence of these seated here and in the presence of the elders of my people. If you will redeem it, do so. But if you do not, if you, but if you will not, tell me so I will know. For no one has the right to do it except you, and I am next in line. I will redeem it, he said. Then Boaz said, on the day you buy the land from Naomi, you also require Ruth the Moabite, the dead man's widow, in order to maintain the name of the dead with his property. At this, the guardian redeemer said that I cannot redeem because I might endanger my own estate. You redeem it yourself. I cannot do it. Now, in earlier times in Israel, for the redemption to transfer and transfer of property to become final, one party took off his sandal and gave it to another. This was the method of legalizing transactions in Israel. So the guardian redeemer said to Boaz, buy it yourself. And he removed his sandal. Then Boaz announced to the elders and all the people, Today you are witnesses that I have bought from Naomi all the property of Elimelech, Kilion, and Malon. I have also acquired Ruth, the Moabite, Malon's widow, as my wife, in order to maintain the name of the dead with his property, so that his name will not disappear from among his family or his hometown. Today you are witnesses. Then the elders And all the people at the gate said, We are witnesses. May the Lord make the woman who is coming into your home like Rachel and Leah, who together built up the family of Israel. May you you have standing in Ephrathah um, and be famous in Bethlehem through the offspring the Lord gives you by this young woman. May your family be like that of Perez, whom Tamar bore Judah. Naomi 
gains a son. So Boaz took Ruth, and she became his wife. When he made love to her, the Lord enabled her to conceive, and she gave birth to a son. The woman said to Naomi, Praise be to the Lord, who this day has not left you without a guardian redeemer. May he become famous all throughout Israel. He will renew your life and sustain you in your old age. For your daughter-in-law who loves you and who is better to you than seven sons has given him birth. Then Naomi took the child in her arms and cared for him. The woman living there said, Naomi has a son, and they named him Obed, and he was the father of Jesse, the father of David. The genealogy of David. Bear with me here. Okay. This is this then is the line of Perez. Perez is the father of Hezron. Hezron is the father of Ram. Ram is the father of Aminadab. Aminadab is the father of Nashon. Nashon is the father of Sam Salmon. Salmon is the father of Boaz. Boaz is the father of Obed. Obed is the father of Jesse. And Jesse the father of David. Okay, that was some rough reading, but we got through it. We did it. We're here. We're done, but not. Okay, so a few things I wanted to hit. Okay, so I'm going to jump around here because I don't really have my notes in order. So when the woman living, it says in 17, the woman living there said, Naomi has a son. Um, so I did some research and that was like a custom where grandmothers in that time, um, raised their grandchildren while the mothers usually bore more and more and more and more. Um, I did see somewhere that Boaz passed soon after Ruth. And Boaz conceived, but like, I don't know that much about the Bible, so I don't know how true that is. Um, but it doesn't say in Ruth, and I have not read after that, so I'm not positive if that's actually true or not. So that's just what um, several things on Google says, but there's like, I don't know, I don't know. So, let's see, Boaz was willing to pay. So, when, back in about, let's see, five, where it says, um, oh, no, 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 on six, four, six, it says, at this, the guardian redeemer said, then I cannot redeem it because I might endanger my own estate. You redeem it yourself. I cannot do it. So, this guardian redeemer was not willing to pay the price. He knew that if he took in Ruth and married her, that that property that he then owned would all go to her children, I believe. Yeah. Um, and he was not willing to pay that price. He was not willing to sacrifice his own um, kin for Ruth's kin. So... He said, I'm not going to do it. I don't want to risk that. But Boaz was willing to risk it. He was willing to pay the price of taking it in Ruth. And one thing I thought was so sweet um, when I was doing some research on it, it says, Boaz was willing to pay the price 
just like Jesus was willing to pay the price for all of us. Um, even though his price was way greater than Boaz's, it's still like symbolic. Um, Boaz was willing to pay the price of the kin, the last name going to, um, I mean, the property going to Obed instead of any other kids he would have had, and then, or his own name. Um, and Jesus paid the price with his life. So I thought that was sweet. Um, so when I was doing some research, as you can see, I do research. <laughs> um, but it said um, one of the key, what's the word, themes of chapter four. Oh, sorry, I had screenshots of this. Okay, it's the message of chapter four. So I have two different ones. One says redemption is earned, not given. No, no, redemption is not earned. It's given. Okay, Boaz had no obligation to take care of Ruth, yet he became the redeemer because of his great love for her. The same way Jesus had no obligation to take our place, yet Jesus made our relationship. Um, it says, Jesus made you for relationship, but sin made you no longer his. Okay, don't get that last part. But anyways, Jesus had no obligation to take our place, but he did anyways. He died for our sins. Um, and Boaz gave up his name in order to be the redeemer of, um, is it Malon and Elimelech and them and that name. So, yeah. And then another one was God responds to his people's cry. If you remember in the beginning, Naomi changed her name. She changed her name to Mara. But you see as time goes on, it goes back to Naomi. And why? Why does it go back to Naomi? Because once again, she is pleasant. The Lord has given her what she has lost. So she lost her sons. She lost her husband and her sons, yet through Ruth, she gained another son. I just think that's so sweet. They're like, God understood Naomi's pain and Naomi's hurt. But through the pain and the hurt and the bad, God made good. Not only did God make good, but God made good in a way that further down the line would give us King David. And then further down that line would give us Jesus. I just think, how amazing is it that through Naomi's hurt and her loss and her pain and through Ruth's loss and pain, God made a way for Jesus. God made a way for good, for sacrifice. I just think that's so beautiful and an amazing way to end out our Ruth study. Guys, this has been so fun and stressful, but fun. <laughs> but I'm excited to say that next week we are starting in Esther. And this is especially exciting for me because I have never read Esther. So it's going to be a little different. 
Um, I won't have any prior knowledge. Um, but I'm still really, really excited for this. I'm going to hop through. There it is. To my Bible to Esther. Yeah, this is going to be fun because I don't know any of like the first seven words. I don't know how to pronounce them. So we're going to do some Googling before we read next week. But I'm so excited. I'm so excited to get to learn more about the Bible with you guys. Um, and I really hope you guys like this. If you don't, if you don't guys like, if you guys don't like Faith Wednesdays or in today's sake, Faith Friday, um, I kind of like to sum it up more. <laughs> but if you don't like it, let me know. Let me know. We will get some switching up. This month was definitely, um, like a guinea pig month, but I really liked it. I really liked the little Bible study. It really got me diving deep into my Bible, and I like that, and I want to continue that. So we are going to continue Faith Wednesday if you guys want to. Um, but yeah, we are still going to do normal podcasts. I actually have another one to record right after this. So, and then another script. So we're kind of behind. I didn't do last week's podcast. Um, you know what? You know what we're going to do? We're not going to do three episodes. I told my Instagram we were going to do three episodes, which this is one of them. And we're going to do one normal one, this one, and another normal one to stay on track. But, you know, what I think I'm going to do is just move along. Like, we got Ruth done. We're going to do the next podcast, and that's just going to go up as tomorrow's podcast. So we're going to do that. Um, if you're listening to this at a later date, you're going to be like, what is she talking about? Listen, if you're new here, I talk to myself. I ramble. Okay. Get used to it. (laughs) But yeah. So we finished Ruth. Thank you all for joining along. And I can't wait to dive in next week with you guys to Esther. Um, so I didn't mention this in the beginning. I wanted to say it again because it's on my mind and I cannot forget it. Um, if you are new here, if this is your first episode, please know that we may not have the same version Bibles. I read from the New International Version because that is my favorite. But if you do not, that is totally fine. Whatever Bible version resonates with you, stick with it. It is okay to hop around try and see what figure try and figure out what works best with you what you understand or what resonates best with you that's perfectly fine too um so if you have another version mine will sound different the words might be a little off the phrases might be a little off but it is the same story and the same um, storyline so with that Guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Fit to Be Faithful podcast. If you want to learn more about me, your host, um, the my Instagram and YouTube will be in the episode notes below. Um, thank you so much for all y'all support, and I can't wait to talk to you guys again in the next episode. And remember, you are fit to be faithful.